Hello, it's summertime here in Bozeman, Montana. Top of the morning to ya. We're the Gear and Beer Show from Music Villa. He's Blaze. Hi, I'm in uh, that. <laughs> I'm not Joe. That's Joe. If I was Joe, I'd have a rash right here that I can't get rid of. Um, uh, anyway, stack of bills. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'd be rolling with ladies, um, old old ladies. Um, uh, so, how you doing, Joe? I'm pretty good. I'm a little oh. tired. I've been gigging and. You know, going hard this week. Good. You had a lot of gigs. This this week was very musical for you. Musical. I saw, uh, yeah, on your Facebook you were hiking. Been hiking a lot. Enjoying the mountains here in in Montana. Been on some nice ones. So it's nice not having a day job, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And you're doing well. You're supporting. Joe is uh, doing a lot of gigs and making a living off doing gigs now. Hiking is an almost free activity. Almost free. Right. That helps. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, that's a, it's a lovely activity. And, but, uh, uh, we're all trying to do more of it. Um, but I have been gigging heavily, and uh, it's been nice. And I'm really gracious to, uh, grateful to everyone who's booking me. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you guys. go see Joe out there, people. <laughs> I'm playing um, a lot. Yes, yeah, so we're, uh, uh, you know, we're the Gear and Beer Show. We have guests. In case you haven't haven't seen us before, we're huge. We're really huge in our own mind on the dark web. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, but we do. Uh, we have. Guests, usually local mm-hmm. guests, but lately we're on a run of getting some high-profile guests, mm-hmm. and we may have one today. So uh, we're um, uh, and we talk about their gear. We talk about them, who they are. You know, get to know them, how they're doing their so musical if you life. Happen to see this show, and you are a traveling musician? Hit us up. Come be on the show. We yeah, love, we love that. Yeah, we love that. And also, uh, and subscribe, uh, people, because uh, we get a certain amount of subscribers. We are giving away a uh, one of those uh, John Mayer Silver Sky uh, Silver Sky things. I uh, I've been watching some of the tour on YouTube with oh, him with the so Dead and Company. It sounds very. You know, nice. he played Wolf the other night. Did you see that? I, I was just gonna say I in, just watched City it last Field. night. Yes, and that set list was amazing. I'm like he was playing, and I saw Morning Dew. They played that was such the a whole good band list. had the vibe. Oh, that was a. And people are gonna argue. They always say, "Oh, well, then John Mayer does his thing." It's then it sounds John Mary, which is really just like he's thrown in blues. Clapton, he's, Stevie Ray Vaughan vibe. He's incredible in that gig. What do you want him to do? You got, he's got to do his thing too. But he was really, I think he was honoring that guitar mm-hmm. and everyone. And Bob, we were saying Morning Dew awesome too. Mm-hmm. The keyboard player was Bob's killer. Who's the keyboard player? Bob's killing it right now. Is that? Uh, Jeff Comente. Comente, yeah. He was doing it up. He's great. He's been with him for a while. Yep. And so uh, anyway, very cool. So a uh, good job, John. Yeah. Come on our I'm, show. I'm, uh, we'll kiss your ass some more. I um, joined him at the Gorge. It sounded... Very, very yeah, good. Yeah, so I'm with Gorge. Yeah, no, it was, it was really cool. It was really neat to see him play that guitar. Right away, I was like, hmm? Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, it was pretty sweet, the atmosphere of that. that band's, song, Morning Dew, was awesome. They that got. group has good chemistry. Like, they're, they, you can tell they They're enjoy, doing it up. They enjoy hanging out together. They this enjoy is, playing together. It's been a fun tell. tour to kind of peek into on their the Nugs thing. They play mm-hmm. a, a song or two. And I feel that, I mean, I think John, what from my, my observation has been that he's super respectful about filling those shoes, and he takes it very seriously, and he's trying to, do it the most yeah. justice he can. Yeah, and he does, and uh, and he'll throw his little vibe in too, and that's fine because that's he's it's his vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if they start walking him out and putting a sunglasses on and awkward shorts and a black t-shirt, <laughs> you know, that's not gonna be right. Um, <laughs> he's got his own awkward clothing. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby but, uh, made a post. I've been following Bobby on Instagram. We're Sorry, we're getting some, a Grateful Dead He, he alluded to shorts. He made some posts like, summer's here, time to get the shorts Uh-oh, out. Uh-oh, short shorts, Bobby. 
Damn it. <laughs> Pretty awesome. They're back. I say no shorts at gigs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, I, I did that, too. I, yeah, after watching myself on stage and be like, oh, yeah, pants now. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, uh, so w- we came into the studio today, and there's all these lovely acoustic instruments. Yep. And we usually feature a lot of electric stuff here, but we have a um, we have a wonderful guest, Tony mm-hmm. Furtado, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, he went out to get coffee. He showed up early and like you set know, up stuff. Actually, yeah. like worked when Blaze and I were just you know yeah. being whatever lazy so we, morning people. We, so we restrung all his guitars with silk and steel. <laughs> <laughs> um, he so we know. showed up and uh, all these sweet instruments, right? Uh, no beer. Yeah, so it was kind of a, I was worried. I'm getting worried. And then, what, so what do we do? Usually, like, the cars parked behind the stores, you know, probably someone who works here or someone or who we know, we feel okay kind of opening those cars, rooting through them a little bit. Yeah. So we started rooting through. We went some, through all the cars. Some cars in the in And the uh, we found there. a lot of beer. It we turns f- out musicians like to drink. We found a bunch of Colorado beer in one particular car. Yeah. So, uh. It was exciting for us. It's it's like yeah, you got car, look at you got the mother load. You've got a whole bunch of them here. This is great. I like a nice so, uh, uh, room temp beer on yeah, a hot day. Yeah, it's about hundred degrees, but I think it's gonna be fine. Um, so anyway, we have beer now, so we're ready. Yeah. Um, so uh, morning shaping up. So now we're just hey, okay. who is it? Must be Tony. Hey, it's Tony Potato, hey. world right. famous roaring musician. Tony Potato, welcome. Thank you. Come on in, have it's, my yeah. seat. I will take your seat. That's Joe. You know, I was going to bring you guys some beer, but I, I went out to the tour van and I had some stash from Colorado, but it was gone. Oh, that was your car. Oh. Like oh, nice. <laughs> we, we brought these from our car. It all comes full circle. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Oh, thanks, Tony. <laughs> Didn't know that. Blaze, Blaze took a couple other, just so hot. Yeah, it's, it's very warm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like as if someone was, was sitting on it the whole drive. Uh, I, I'm going to crack one open here. What am I going to have? Okay, gonna, amber I'm, or a porter? I'm going to have this bread. Dustin, lager. do you want one? What are you going to have? You want a lager? Yeah. Okay, come on in. Woo! Get it while it's hot! Um, yeah, I don't know. So you played Did you played at this place? I think I did years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it all blur now? Are years. you touring all the time? Are you just touring all the no, time? No, I don't tour nearly as much as I used to. It used to be like, you know... Two thirds of the year, I'd be gone back. Yeah, yeah. A long time ago. How many days you reckon you were playing in those back the, then? The heavy most years? of those days were gigs. So a couple uh, hundred in a year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Not, but that's you know you're talking 15, 20 years ago. Even at a long time. <laughs> yeah. 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 And now lately, it's it's a lot less. You know, I might do hundred dates a year. You know, mm. still a lot. But I remember when you when I heard about you. The sky opened up, up. <laughs> <laughs> and a pigeon shat on my head. No, uh, <laughs> and then your banjo playing came through. No, uh, um, no, I remember. So uh, uh, we want to get to know you, Tony. All right, damn it, and That's we're gonna talk about your for. instruments. Yeah. Is that cool? Now uh, you're uh, you're playing in the area, and you're gracious enough to stop by through our place, and uh, yeah. and yeah. you're on your way to Billings tonight. I love coming through Talk- here, you know. Yeah, yeah. and we've seen you over and over here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we actually uh, went to uh, you accompanied me to uh, some kind of art show thing That's a bunch right. of years ago. My I buddies had an art. They had the art walk, and they had a thing right going. And you came street. along, yeah, yeah. and it was cool. fun. Yeah, I, yeah it seemed they like do, you had a good time. And I was. I do sculpture work myself, and that's I. Whenever I'm in a a town that has a good art scene. I always love checking out the local scene or yeah, 
It's it cool. was cool, and they did a lot of work. There was some funky stuff there, woodworking and all yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Um, what kind of sculpture stuff do you do? It's kind of, uh, it's basically ceramic-based, ceramic sculpture, but nice. a lot of my stuff I'll, I'll modify in weird ways. You know, I might use some metal-coated wood, or mm. I, I usually coat my, my pieces with a metal coating. Uh, hard to explain, but uh, it, there's a lot of metal dust in there, and I mm. oxidize it so it looks like bronze. Oh, so. cool. Oh, Are you on. recreating Stephen King scenes of, yeah. of his books and movies? <laughs> Sometimes like it seems like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, people have to have a theme. There's a thing here where it's all like hot women fishing and something. It's like a bronze thing, which is awesome. I've got, but, uh, for some reason, there's a lot of rabbits in my sculptures all right. Whoa. over the years. Did you have a rab rabbit as a child? No, but my best friend had neighbors that had rabbits and pens for food, and I remember I was five <laughs> years old. and. And uh, you they freed were, them all. They were, no, but yeah. I wanted to. The you recreated Watership Down, threw them well, at each other. <laughs> no, the the they were gonna slaughter one of them, and I said, "You can't kill the rabbit." No. And they said, oh, "Kill go the get rabbit." Us. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> said, "Go get us five bucks. You could save the rabbit's life." So I ran home, begged my parents for five bucks. Finally got five bucks. Got back, and they were already cutting it. Up. Oh no! So, oh man! So I think I think now when I when I sculpt rabbits, I sculpt them like muscular and like with <laughs> claws and spikes mm -hmm. on their backs. They're fighting back, bitches! Watch out! <laughs> they go exactly. kung fu, kung fu rabbits. Yeah. Um, now, where are you from? Uh, Pleasanton, California is where I grew up. Um, Bay Area guy. Uh, okay, cool. But I, I moved to D.C. for a minute in the early 90s, moved back to California, moved back, moved out to Colorado for a while, and mm. then to Portland, Oregon. Oh. I, tried to, I tried L.A. for a minute. I did not like not it. Not so, so much. I came back up. Okay. Because you uh, dig in Portland? Oh, yeah. I love Portland. I mean, nice. it's been a long time now. The, you're, you've been in Portland. 17 been years. Home, yeah, so yeah. It's been home base for... Yeah, I'm in it. Yeah. yeah, love it there. So, um, so Portland feels like home. Obviously. Oh yeah, that yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It's good to have the home base, especially yeah. when you're moving and grooving all the time. And right? I, 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 um, I, I married a Portland native, Stephanie Schneiderman, who's a wonderful singer songwriter. Nice. And uh, we have a little boy named Liam. And oh, so oh, I, am, I am well rooted in Portland. I love yeah. it. Nice. Are your bandmates on this tour Portland guys? Or are yeah. they from? Are they yeah. cool? Sweet. Yeah, well, one of them actually is originally from Billings. Oh, wow. But he's been in Portland a long time now. Nice. Keith oh. Brush. Yeah. How long are you out cool. for right now in this run? Like this a couple is, weekends? Or? Yeah, exactly. A couple weekends. So it's yeah. about a 12-day run. Yeah. Cool. It seems to be the modern, the, the growing up, the adult way to tour. Yeah, get, that's pick. about as long as I like to keep it. Yeah. I was just yeah. out in May. Hit a little circuit for 10 days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. Right. How old's your son? He's six and a half. Nice. Yes, you want to get back home and hang with him <laughs> yes, too, right? Exactly. Like do yes. little things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got, I got a seven and a four-year-old in there now. Hopefully, oh man, uh, they They're don't run in here and up. say, "Hey, I gotta take a poop." <laughs> um, it's gotta be oh, fun my sister's for you, hitting me. Uh, touring with a full band because I, I mean, I've in the past I've mostly seen you solo. Yeah. Or, pick, or some you sometimes pick up. For you, if you know people all over the country, you pick up players yeah. sometimes for a gig. Exactly. Like, right? Sometimes I do that and. Uh, the the past year it's been it's been kind of nice to be able to say okay this little run I'm going to do as a quartet or mm. this one as a trio because lately usually I'll go out as a duo with uh, a fiddle player named Luke Price and he's out with me on this tour too nice. and he's just a wonderful fiddle player guitar player singer and he and his wife have a band called Dean um, so we'll go cool. out and do well but then when I get the full band it's almost like you know everything I do but like with muscles you know yeah it's fun that's fun that's yeah. cool now <clears throat> i remember you uh so what got you into you you, you started out on banjo yeah uh and then you got into uh, then later i noticed you were playing more slide guitar in mm -hmm. your shows right so yeah. 
which is very cool because I, uh, I enjoy both of those instruments. <laughs> um, uh, but um, what got you in the banjo? What got you in the slide? How did okay. that all happen? I'll, I'll try to keep it brief, but and, uh, uh, I started We're on... getting personal. Yeah. 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 I started on banjo because when I was uh, uh, um, a kid, 11 years old, we uh, in sixth grade you had to do a report on a musical instrument and you had to make the instrument out of household items and I was making a lot of balsa wood airplanes at the time you know with mm-hmm. the stretched paper oh yeah so I took a pie tin put some stretched paper on that a stick rubber bands for frets nylon fishing string tuned all the strings to one note because I didn't know mm-hmm. and um, I made a banjo Sweet. and I did the report on the banjo found it came from Africa and had this really rich history of playing all these different types of music that I didn't mm-hmm. know what they were Celtic music I didn't know what that was mm-hmm. yeah. um, bunch of uh, gingers blue Bluegrass. I didn't know what bluegrass was, too. So uh, I started lessons on that and s- sunk my teeth right in. Just, you know, practice, practice, Sweet. practice. Then right away I, on a five-string banjo. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, my teachers yeah. kind of set me on different paths. Some of them were more open-minded, saying, hey, check out this guy named John McEwen, or check out the Eagles have a banjo player, too. Nice. And then, right. you know, one might be more traditional and say, you got to learn this Scruggs tune. Scruggs and that's Scruggs. Say, did, you yeah. start, did you start learning those finger, those Scruggs rolls? Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and, and then there was uh, another teacher that um, helped me get into like bebop and uh, studying class- classical theory and stuff. So nice. it all kind cool. of worked. Yeah. And then theory um, on the banjo. <laughs> it <Seems>. works. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Hey, and any, yeah. Then I recorded Maybe. a few albums for Rounder. Skip forward to the yeah. future a little bit. Recorded a few albums that were banjo based. Um, something was missing, you know. I was in Sugar Beat, a uh, band that we toured, I toured uh, with for a little while with Matt Flinner. And, yeah, I um, remember that. He's that a mandolin a player. Yeah, ripping mandolin player. Fun yep. band. And then that broke up. I needed to do something different. I discovered Ray Cooter and David nice. Lindley. Took a couple years to woodshed. That's yes. what I wanted to ask you a little bit. It's about uh, tunings. Like you're, you're, <clears> you've <throat> been working with all kinds of open tunings for a real long time. Yeah. How do you, can you just talk a little bit about like your sure. approach? What do are you, I mean, you're right, obviously you're writing in tunings. What's, yeah. What kind of inspires a given tuning? Well, on the guitar, um, what got me into different tunings was playing slide because mm-hmm. that's what I was going for at first. And I was, mm-hmm. so I was checking out the different tunings that slide players were using, like Rye. It uh, sounded like he was mostly doing open D tuning, mm-hmm. but he was also doing open G tuning. Sure. And so I was experimenting with those early on. And then I, I heard a tuning that David Lindley was doing where it, the, it was an open C tuning, Sweet. where the third is on the top, you know, yeah. on the, the high string. And then uh, it just was like from Real that point on, just like root five, root five, root five, all the way down. Oh. So yeah. it's a big, wide open tuning. And I had already been doing that tuning on the banjo. Yeah. So it yeah. I was relating everything to the way I played banjo anyway. So, so you had the shapes and the things yeah. worked out early, so it's, it was, it was, nat, was pretty natural. Kind of, but it took a minute just to get used to having all those strings. Like open detuning to me, um, I started by relating to it like the first four strings are like a tuning I use on the banjo. The middle four strings, same thing. Mm-hmm. And the bottom four strings, same thing. But then it took a minute to like get it all to be cohesive. And like mm-hmm. now right. I'm thinking in a guitar term. Sure, right. expanding you know? it all around. Yeah, exactly. Using all the strings. Mm-hmm. That's I was real. I do a old timey banjo and uh, do double C tuning or double, you know, double mountain, D. Mountain, mountain minor. Um, yeah. Well, well, the double C tuning. It was really cool to find out that like, oh shoot, that's like a like rain song is in that. Like uh-huh. a, you're like start to discover like. Well, Jimmy Page did that tuning on right. the guitar, and so like, which you know you found out with that stuff too with Lindley. It's like that's a neat tuning, and yeah. on a guitar, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat how that 
both those worlds connected that way. Did you, I mean, Portland has, has a good old-timey music scene, has yeah. it for a long time. Did you ever, were you, were you, did you side more as a bluegrass guy or just your own thing, or did you have a period where you kind of went into old time? I mean, I know, well, when sure I, you draw from all of it, right? Yeah, but. definitely, and I, I know a lot of players in all the different genres that are there, and there's a lot of crossover in, in Portland, too. Uh, when I first moved there, I was just trying to connect with everyone, you yeah. know. Definitely with the Rootsy players, I was going to the Irish music jam mm -hmm. sessions and picking nice. tunes and mm -hmm. even um, playing with some of the jazz musicians that, because uh, I was hiring jazz musicians when I first moved to town just to, to back me up Sweet. on the gigs. So. Yeah. Cool. Right, you're doing some crazy stuff on the banjo so, there. Getting well, I find that... Bit. You're kind of like the young energy of a banjo. I mean, Bell Fleck and, right. as well. And mm -hmm. uh, I like, remember you, that was exciting to see you play were you, too. Were you doing your first ri real writing, serious ri you know, songwriting? Was that all happening on a banjo? Um, I was writing instrumentals on the banjo ever since I was a teenager, you know. And then, then when I started playing slide guitar, I was writing instrumentals on that. Um, songwriting, like lyric songwriting, <coughs> came shortly after that. And I think once I moved to Portland, that's what that became more of my focus was writing uh, vocal songs. And then did you kind of guitar must have crept in a lot more when you were doing that? It did until yeah. the past few years when I got this thing that's hanging up, this cello banjo. We got look at that, that thing. Yeah. thing's huge. It's like a pizza. Yeah, I mean, you put a pizza on there. That right? thing is a a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, let's get in on some of these things and examples. So is, that got, is that a low C? Yeah, I've got it tuned to open C. Sometimes I put tone. it way down to open A even. Wow. Because uh, it can take it. It's basically yeah, like it's having gut, gut strings. Or they or it's a uh, classical guitar strings. Okay. Right on. That sounds cool. That's a gut, that gutty sound. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's killer. Yeah. How big's the head on that thing? It's. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. What is that? Twelve that's like inches. A, that's like a fourteen. Maybe? Fourteen. Like a snare that's drum like a right snare there. Drum that's a snare yeah. drum. Yeah. yeah, it is. My God. Yeah. Very. What cool. kind of pickups do you like on on this? This banjos? has got a K and K in it. Um, but my Oregon. favorite pickup that, that I've got for uh, banjo is uh, I've got it on my other banjo, we'll, which is yeah. We'll talk. To, yeah, we'll that's get that going. And the um, what I'm hoping to get made for this is a pickup that's on that. I'll is talk it? about that. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, right now it's a K and K, and it's cool. nice and thumpy. Passive you know? pickups with a preamp. With an yeah, preamp. yeah, I use a, uh, a whole preamp system. Yeah. So this has been inspiring you. Yeah. To do a whole new instrument. You show so. up with multiple preamps for all these instruments, so they can kind of set like. I have I have lately. I've just been going uh, straight into a Sunrise preamp mm -hmm. because the guitar has two pickups in it. Yeah. Um, right. And I come out of that little black box uh, into a little um, line mixer thing, pedal <clears throat> thing, that I can control the volume on each of those pickups. And then oh, I go sweet. into another uh, preamp, which is a Grace preamp called nice. Bix, B-I-X. And it's a smaller version of what they do. I used to have a Felix, but it got stolen. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a drag. So, and a, then I just run everything cool. through that, that same system, and usually it's okay. I'd like to have two separate systems, banjo and guitar, but right now that's what I'm doing. Cool. Yeah. I've been wanting to try that a little bit. Let's, let's hear something from there. Yeah? I'll play a little something? Yeah. Let's get a little sound of that. You, were at, you guys were asking about singing with an instrument, too. I'll do a little bit of a song that I sing with, uh, with this. Awesome. Because I, I do write vocal songs on this uh, lately too because I, I just I like the way it sounds and feels
my shell, don't waste your hammer on a broken bell. A broken bell, a broken bell, don't waste your hammer on a broken bell. Shadows rise when they hear the call, shine the light and you watch them fall. You watch them fall with the coming day, shine the light and they fade away. Well, I let you in, see inside, you will never change my mind, you will never change my mind. I knew it. If you really look into all his lyrics, there's something about that damn bunny. He's a child. You could tie the cuddles a little bit, Blaze. Yeah, I had a thing with a ferret. Uh, my, yeah, I have a whole story that I talk about with my ferret cuddles, uh, how he died. And you know that's that Tried dog. to bury him, but like, he froze like to the, the ground blues. instead. Oh. So we just jumped over him, playing and you stuff. You know, good art comes from a little pain. You know, that's uh, Blaze. Yeah. You know, he, goes, he goes back in his mind. When he needs to really feel it. He thinks about yep. cuddles. Bunnies, and, ferrets. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's disturbing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That sounds awesome. So that's that, very that cool. That's a great sounding yeah. instrument. Yeah, yeah and I could cool. see, oh, cool. yeah, nice and low, and, and it, uh, yeah. boy, it really, it it's, really goes well with kind of almost meshing the vibe of the guitar and the and the banjo. Yeah, I mean, the thing was, I tried to sing while playing regular banjo before, and it was just it wasn't connecting as well. With this, I simplify my style a little bit. And I could get the low end that I could put my high voice on top of. So what yeah, are what nice. are your strings tuned to These, going down? Yeah. Well, this one is right now. It's in open C. So the high string is a C. The low string is a C. Then you got a G, a C, and a 
E. It's kind of like that yeah. open C tuning on guitar. Yeah. Sweet. You know? Right. So you get these really nice voicings. Cool. Yeah, beautiful. Very, yeah. very cool. Well, let, let's talk about your guitar. Sure. Or maybe, uh, yeah, let's do guitar and then banjo. How's you that? You got it. Let's Should we kind of switch it up? Here. Yeah, I can. You got her, Blaze? That. that should work. Or actually, I might do that here so that when you put the guitar back, it's Boom. So this thing's sweet. Now tell yeah. us about this, uh, or the audience. Well, I got this, this uh, at a music store in um, in Salt Lake City about 23 years ago, and it was nearly mint condition when I got it. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So you this destroyed is, it. I've destroyed it. 0017? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was even, uh, it's an 017. 017. Okay. Yeah, 1944. Nice. And... Um, I mean, you can see what I've done here too with the tuners. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. So over the years, it's you're, just wild, you're using that thing. This there is was, your own. This is your I've got this one. Uh, about the same time, I I also got a uh, 1930 um, slot head, you know, and 12 fret, <clears throat> longer body. Nice. That one sits at home now, but I used to have both of them on the road. And there was a point where I thought, you know, I should just keep them at home, safe, and right. get these other Vintage newer instruments. ones. I got new new Martins back then. I tried it out, same pickup system, and it didn't work for me. Wow. I just I needed the old ones because that's what I was very used opened to. Up. Yeah. yeah, you get more range. Yeah, so this has always been my my road guitar, and always will be. You know? Yeah. On this small body guitar, your slacking strings here and there. Are you doing mediums or lights on this thing? I guess it's kind of it's kind of you have a hybrid thing, your own thing. Well, I swap out the first string for fifteen. What I tend to use is D'Addario. It's like the J the E J seventeen seventeen the red the red pad yeah and sometimes I do the flat the flat ones okay but it's I swap out the first string for a, a 15. So right. it's a little heavier because I've got, I've always got this. So what tunings are you typically, is that guitar living? This is in open D. Do you, so do you leave it there or do you, are you pretty much G and there D D Oh, well, no, the other tuning I use is just standard, but yeah. that's mostly for songy, kind of songy songs that yeah. I'll do, maybe a couple in a set. I love the D, man. You I love more the D than G? Of the D tuning. I like D more than D G. I have used G for I'll fluctuate go back. Yeah, D is awesome. It's just got that ring, yeah. It does, it has that. But boy, G is really freaking cool too like mm. i started trying to mess with hawaiian guitar a little bit right and i was like oh great this is tyro patch this is the same yeah. thing as open g so we can do slide and do that yeah. and there's a and just i don't know there's neat stuff with that too but yeah the d's got this lower ring yeah, yeah. do you keep the action up to, for slide you kind of i don't i think just naturally it's it's not the action on this is not high <laughs> when i bought it i had the neck reset and you must have refretted that guy um couple, yeah couple it's times. been refretted a couple times um, but it doesn't need it as often as, you know, other guitar players would need it because I'm Sliding. doing a lot of slide. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, so um, I'll just do a little bluesy something or another here. Love that.
could hear that all day long, drinking <laughs> beer, watching bunnies play in the distance. <laughs> nice. That sounds great. It does. Um, now, you're inspiring me to, I got to try picks. Yeah, you know, some, I go back and forth. I mean, I'm not sure. Picks if I when I play so electric, when I play electric slide, I like to just use the thumb pick. But with the acoustic, mm. it, I can dig in more. Yeah, just because yeah, I'm going more banjo to guitar, it. and it's like I'm mm. used to having the picks. Right, yeah. and you get just so much tone and volume out of that thing. Yeah. Now, tell us about your slide. Are you making that yourself? Are you yeah. getting that somewhere? Yeah, I used to sell these. In fact. The first time I, w I sold these, I was on tour opening for Greg Ullman for about nice. a month. I and never heard of that guy. <laughs> so I figured if anyone's going to buy them, they're going to be fans of uh, Greg Ullman. Yeah, and exactly. so I, um, I, I made 10 of them and sold them all at the first show. Nice. And then yeah. so every show from that point on, I had to go out and scour bars and like, say, you got <laughs> any empty wine bottles? Sure. <laughs> and so I'd yeah. make them in my dressing room before every show. That's grassroots yeah. swag right there. That cool. That's awesome. So but, uh, uh, have you always been a pinky slide yeah, guy? Yeah, I saw a picture of Ry Cooter doing that with his yes. pinky, and it made sense to me because... Then I can fret like this and, totally. you know, do that. Yeah, you see, like, Dwayne Allman and, and uh, Derek Trucks, they got this. And that's where I started. But after Ry Cooter and uh, yeah. this guy, uh, um, this other guy I was watching, uh, yeah, Sonny Landreth, too, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, Pinky. And, yeah, it just frees it up. Uh, it's like, bam. Any pointers, any, you know, anything for folks like like. Yeah, I'm kind of selfishly asking this because I want to be a pinky slide guy. Mm -hmm. I find it harder. It'll never happen. It's a little more difficult to mute behind the bar with the pinky. Do you? Well, for me, I mean, I always make sure when I'm teaching someone is like you want to be able to control that. Like if you're going to you, sometimes you want that to ring or you don't. So you want to be able to do both. You know? And I just use it's it's almost like a paddle back there. You Pretty know? straight just up kinda, and down. Yeah. Yeah. And and you want to and, and I also make sure people know that you don't want to if you're just going for a note on the first string, you don't have the whole thing over here. Sure. You'd be right. a little more surgical with it. Yep, yep. Right. That way you're just going across all the strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Anyway. Sweet. Now that's cool, man. I love that shit. I do yeah. too, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because you see, like people like Roy Rogers, or like he's got mm -hmm. a pick and he's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, all yeah, over the right. place. He's, he's an example of almost the uh, opposite yeah. damping and, and mm -hmm. all that, which he's great. Uh, so anyway, what? Uh, uh, go ahead. Well, how, I was just gonna ask, how about like? Uh, I love open tunings. I'm a I'm a novice with open tunings but I like them and I've been I've been using D quite like more yeah but um, awesome. I, how do you how do you what helped you break out of just one four five you know because you learn the one four five and it's so easy to just fall back on that in an open tuning yeah I feel like sure so how what helped you to get more interesting chord voicings and um, did you just, just doing it that's forever? a good question I mean I uh, I had already done that kind of thing with the banjo and so I was transferring some of that knowledge like are you thinking theory. diatonically Sometimes, in open tuning, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been times also where I I've had to play, you know, like um, a song in A, hmm. but in D tuning. Yeah. Or right. you know, if if I'm um, sometimes if I'm backing my my wife Stephanie, if I'm um, doing some of her songs on electric slide, I'll try not to use a capo, and so I can I can get down to some of the lower. So you know, she might be hmm. doing a song in A minor, but I'm going to keep it in open D or G, you know, in open D and and just like get just around notes that's you know, just cool. it makes yeah. me play less which is good uh -huh. you know and i just focus on uh ambient sounds or or just simple right. little melodies. and being conscious kind of, of whether you can or can't use the open strings yeah i mean because one problem that that 
it's not necessarily a problem, but one thing I'm used to doing is, you know, keeping the bass line going when I've got, when I'm playing guitar. Yep. Well, that's a case where I don't need to do that, you know, or if I'm playing with a full band, I can be that's more free. I can be more free, you know. Right, more space. Yeah. I was yeah. fine with finger picking. Um, I, I love finger picking, but I do, I always, it's really easy to get stuck in that rhythm. I know, yeah. yeah boom chick. Yeah. yeah, and the one other thing that was good about starting on banjo is my thumb is a little freer than a lot of guitar players' sure. thumbs might be because I use it a lot, like just going all over the place for grabbing melodies, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, there's a... Nice. Oh, yeah. You know, it's all a lot of this. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. uh Yeah, it's weird because, yeah, when you're first learning finger picking, it's like you got... I gotta get that yeah, down, yeah, and then totally. all of a sudden you're like, "Well, okay, I need to mix that yeah. up." And yeah, shit. and then you get stuck. I, uh, and you have ten, you know, you have an hour of material that's that rhythm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking <laughs> around with a, uh, I think uh, it was Tom Feldman, a teacher slide teacher, or whatever. And uh, uh, he's got videos, but he was he did a Muddy Waters slide, mm -hmm. and and, uh, and that really kind of actually just a little hidden, but uh, the, he did a lot of thumb. Yeah. So like, hey, a lot of his lines were thumb stuff, and mm -hmm. I think that might free it. Up. That to me gave it a little. And there's mm. space all within it, but it was still like this finger style slide thing. Yeah. So uh, that that's a good sweet. This, this <laughs> act now, get your copy of there's the Muddy Waters. There's so many oh. different takes on it. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you know. to me that was a neat thing. If you did that and then fused everything, boy, it'll it'll really ring out. Yeah. Who were some uh, you know players that inspired you we when you were getting, when you were learning that style, yeah. that that finger picking with the slides? Oh style. well, um, obviously Ray Cooter, but uh, also yeah. like Mississippi uh, John Hurt, mm -hmm. Mississippi Fred, Fred McDowell. McDowell, all the Mississippis. Yeah. Um, uh, Taj Mahal, yeah, you know, great. Like oh, I God. said before, David Lindley. Um, mm. you know, it's the, the whole Davis finger style. Taj Mahal. Yeah, mm. yeah, and and an old friend, Kelly Joe Phelps. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you don't him see him out there anymore. Really. He's incredible. Yeah, hoping he'll come. Is back he not out playing out much, or what's going I don't on? I think he's playing out right. He's now. just chilling. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Just chilling. But he's a monster we just had Martha right Scanlon in the shop the other day. And we're cool. chatting with her, nice. and she brought in a. She brought it. She brought up a. We should have her on the show. She's, she's in Missoula. Yeah, she lives in Missoula, Montana. Yeah, yeah she's But she awesome. was talking about uh, Kelly Joe Phelps too, and just how he's a wonderful player. And oh yeah, in person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, that's right. Because you had a. You did some project. With yeah, early on, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, I remember. Definitely. Yeah, nice. that was very cool. Yeah. Very um, cool. So what do we got here? We got a Peruka banjo. Yeah, it's a Peruka banjo. I got this a number of years ago, but like about four or five years ago. Where'd you get this sucker? Straight from uh, the maker. Right from the dude. Nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the source. He's got my Gibson. He's gonna fix it someday. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I sure love this. It's. Uh, it's I've heard a lot of wonderful things about these guys. They. He's just doing some uh, some wonderful work with banjos and just beautiful sounding things. I only have this tape on it to deaden the um, the tailpiece. I do that All with right. my banjos just because it's got this pickup that was made by Larry Fishman. <laughs> it was a one-of-a-kind thing. It's the prototype. Neat. And it's got a little preamp on the inside. It's like my favorite banjo pickup. Nice. I wish that it went into production, but they never did. So like Larry Fishman of Fishman pickups. Of Fishman. And they never, they never brought that out as a regular no. thing. No. <laughs> hey, uh, Larry, uh, you guys need to listen to this over <laughs> here in uh, Boston or wherever you are. Uh, uh, Get this sucker out. <laughs> I, everyone's always looking for a perfect pickup for banjo, and it's tough. It's been my pickup for 20 years. Wow. And, wow. Um, and I I get a lot of comments. It's like, what is that? Because it doesn't feed back. Uh, you know, I just nice. I do this, 
and it's usually totally fine. It gets like enough of the lows and the highs, and it's punchy. Did you ever have a period in your career where you were doing the old school mic, you know, condenser mic, standing around, or have you always gone? No. Yeah, I like the freedom I mean, of a pickup too. Yeah, years volume. ago yeah. when I played more uh, in a bluegrass band setting, we would go into individual mics, you mm -hmm. know, 57s and whatever. It's so tricky, you know, on different stages <coughs> and having it's so scary having a condenser up there for yeah. certain environments. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love this banjo, this pruka, just mainly because it's uh, it's got a round tone and. Those, you know, I've got two extra frets. In it, in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, intonates. And actually, <laughs> yeah. it sounds pretty in tune up the neck. Yeah, <laughs> cool. definitely. Let's hear just a quick little thing you on got the it. thing. Let's do uh, a couple snippets here. Uh, to do a company gigs to do studio work to do you have people you certainly must have people going oh it'd be cool to have that to have tony sound bar mitzvah every once in a actually every once in a while um, like, do you enjoy doing get, that like yeah learning? i do yeah. i mean i don't i don't really put it out there so much because a lot of times when i'm off the road you know I'm, i've got my my artwork that i do at home and hmm. raising a kid and, yeah. hey, and then, then i'm on the road you sure, know sure. so when i put it out there you know, sometimes I'll get a gig here or there as a sideman, but it doesn't, not so much. Not, you don't have a lot of time for that, yeah. it sounds like. Well, yeah, that's true. we're going to wrap it up, but we like, we're doing a new thing here, right? Unless you have yeah. anything more to say. I just, one last thing, I just like for two seconds, can we just talk about the group you're touring with right now? Mm -hmm. Yes, this group of, this sure. group of people. And, and where uh, we can find you on the internet and all that it's a big band. I'm not, I'm, I've never seen you with that large of a group, I don't yeah. think. Um, the whole Tony horn and string big band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> string section and horn section. <laughs> so you have. So what's the instrumentation? Oh, uh, what th this tour? Uh, I've got Keith Brush on bass, and uh, he's playing electric bass. He's. I got to know him as an acoustic bass player. He's, he does both really wonderfully. He's originally from Billings, and I, I got to know him uh, from a band he played with called Stolen Sweets, as well as with the Blue Cranes in Portland. Nice. And sometimes he's playing with Curtis Salgado. You know, oh, just wow. nice. solid player. 
Yeah. And then uh, the guy playing fiddle with me is uh, Luke Price. I've mentioned him mm -hmm. before, and he's got his band, Dean. He's a three-time national fiddle champion. Wow. Uh, just great player. Only three times. Couldn't do Only four. three right. times. <laughs> And then a little harder, Keith. Okay, sorry. The drummer is uh, a new, price, yeah. new player to me. He's 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 out playing with uh, sometimes with the Shook Twins and oh. Anna Tivel. Yeah. Um, yeah, guy named Tyson Stubelik, and so watch out for him. Yeah. A great player, and he's a great Rubik's cube solver. <laughs> he can do it in eleven um, seconds. I, oh my god! I, I commend Genius. you. I appreciate yeah. you touring with a drummer. That's yeah. great. I oh, like. Yeah. I, I think. There's no reason why you shouldn't have drums in acoustic music. No, it's true. People. I have some album or so I remember <laughs> either singing dance, or some album of yours where you had like a drummer and a full <laughs> band and uh, and I thought it, that's great. Yeah, it is great. It just opens up everything and it has a full sound. It's, and it's nice. good for players like you, you know, higher profile players to yeah. to embrace drummers. That hey, makes what, me happy. You you <laughs> know, it's important too to find the right right drummer that mm -hmm. knows that's sensitive to the knowing you know and having. Uh, a dynamic range and and mm -hmm. um, you know. Paul right. Paul Decker is oh, yeah. one of those drummers. I had him play New Year's Eve with me. He really once is at Big Sky. He really is <laughs> no, one nice. of those guys who can like. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Here, here's yeah. the music. Here's what is going on and yeah, plays the right. Great drummer. His drums sound always sound right. Mm -hmm. You know, right. it's like there's, there's a different. Fit it to the gig. Point. There's you know do what you got to do. Yeah. Those are the guys. Um, so we like to uh, uh, try to end our show with either some an antidote. Yeah, someone little, corrected uh, me on the thing of antidote. Yeah, just leave but us uh, with a little bit of knowledge, a little knowledge. story with a with a message, with a moral, with a with a something. You know, include little, bunnies uh, or not, it's up to you. Doesn't mm. have to be deep and not or you know, just uh, ad silly, but advice or a silly story. Yeah, just yeah. impart you know, impart a little bit of wisdom. Well, one one on thing I like to tell people, like if you're learning an instrument or you're wanting to write songs, is if you can, you want to. Touch your instrument at least once a day, you know, and, and do something that, that, that feels good and is enjoyable, even if it's for five minutes. Don't pick it up thinking, I have to do this or I have to do that. Pick it up thinking, wow, I want to do this and I want to play that. So, you know, that little five minutes of wanting to do that and reconnecting with your instrument is going to carry over to the next day when you have more time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just I that like thought that. process. Yeah. I want to do that rather than I have to do. Yeah. I, got to, I got to pick up and put yeah. some time into it. It's a whole it's, different dynamic. That's it's so that's important great. to want simple later. but and, great and yeah. planting a seed of that raw idea that yeah. like you picked a thing make, like you said five minutes can plant a little seed there mm -hmm. that will you know the next day you pick it up and oh it's interesting because it's sometimes it, letting it evolve. If I'm in the process of trying to write tunes or songs and if I just don't have time but I I know I've got five minutes to pick up an instrument, I'll quickly pick it up and not think hit record on my phone and you know a germ of an idea will inevitably happen and then mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go back to it later on and finish Sweet. writing a tune that's cool do you, do you remember uh years ago i don't expect you to remember this but years ago you were here in the store and uh I, i'm pretty sure i sold you a, a little uke like a comp, yeah. like a tenor uke and you were tuning it like to maybe two notes for the fourth like c's and g's maybe or something I, or a bunch of you were like sometimes i might just do all c's or you were doing you were doing stuff yeah maybe in that, somewhat connected to that, being like, something will come out of this. That baritone uke has been responsible for writing like a lot of my songs. And Sweet. Stuff. That a lot, and then remember that I do, and I ended up putting it in. What I put it in is uh, uh, that oh, an open uh, C tuning. Most remember of the there time. being something with the C. <clears throat> Same as the cello banjo, and so sometimes when I'm recording, I'll marry the two, one on one side, the other on the other. Nice. And well, those two tuning, I mean those two sounds. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So two string, uh, four, so on the uke, two strings I, tuned to C, and then an E in there. It's basically uh, just like this. 
And then that's the tuning I use on the U. Sweet. So, so I love that you have your own U tuning. It's, it's, yeah, it's well, it's so my cool. old banjo tuning yeah, that I that's came neat. up with when I, when I was a kid. So, so. cool. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. neat. That's wonderful. Yeah. So you'll get writing credit for all this. <laughs> get a percentage there. There you go. Um, well, thank you, Tony, for having You're for being here. Great to be uh, here. Tony Furtado, uh, uh, catch him on. You're 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 online. Yep. You're on. <laughs> I am. Uh, probably search Google search Tony Furtado. Right. Yeah, or, uh, you got a website. Pretty, all your tours. If you uh, can spell dates. my name, you can find me. <laughs> yes. And uh, so yeah, you're playing a bunch. You do a little, you know, Pacific Northwest. But uh, do you have venture out East Coast or oh, yeah, down, yeah, right, you know, all over yeah, the place, right? Yeah, so uh, check out where uh, he's playing and check him out. It's great. I'm sure you're hitting, uh, some, hitting some festivals this summer. Stuff like just that. A couple. Just a couple. Not a, not a lot of festivals, but definitely doing some touring. So. Yeah, cool. Sweet. Are you gonna do a record with this band with these, these guys? Uh, not necessarily. This is you know mainly doing a this tour and maybe another tour. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do for my next album, but I'm gonna start recording it probably in the fall. Awesome. Nice. Cool. Look forward Look for people. that, people. Yeah. Uh, we're Music Villa. Gear and beer. Gear show. Gear and beer show. Joe. Blaze. Tony Vidano! <laughs> Dustin behind the camera. Dustin behind the camera. Uh, thank you all. Uh, check out our website. We got uh, acoustic letter with all the acoustic stuff. We got shopping carts. Uh, so come visit us. Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks, thanks so much, everyone. Tony. Thanks yeah, for doing thanks that. Thanks, guys. Yeah, really yeah, appreciate, yeah. You. appreciate you taking your time yeah. for that. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care.